How would you confront this hatred in order to create peace? I want to know what your answer is. Thank you for your question. While we are not all Jesus Christ, we are indeed all children of God. So, in essence, we all have the potential to embody Christ, like qualities and make a positive difference in the world. going to take a short intermission from our Mystica podcast. I'm Asgard Smith filling in for Jaren today. We're going to be talking with an anonymous insider who has some grand knowledge of the universe and the cosmic spheres. Apparently this person is some sort of ultimate master of sorts and they are going by the name P. Is that, is this correct, P? Yeah, that's essentially correct, though I would not use the term insider, that's more a term of convenience for we all contain the inside information within our mind gate. However, I have been studying for 300 years of reality and the letter P was given to me by the ultimate masters as a way to do, transcribe the symbol of my purity onto planet Earth. Wow, that is quite a story, P. I just wonder uh, how how in the world have you lived for three hundred years, and wh- whom did you study with? Are you with some sort of government agency, or is this some sort of grand conspiracy? Well, although I have interacted with many government agencies, I am not involved with anything in particular, although I know that these particular organizations do find some super ascended masters, ascended masters, and uh, what we call just uh, regular old spiritual masters. Uh, They usually take them in to see if they can persuade them into a more material and physical life by... uh, giving them uh, some kind of billions of dollars in order for them to simply work on technology, which is actually quite easy for one to live for hundreds and hundreds of years. I simply live off of Chinese herbs and Hawaiian herbs and have my own alchemical mix of water and gold in order to sustain my life energy force, which uh, also is known by chi or chakra which I have to uh, form certain spiral movements within my nervous system in order to sustain this type of electromagnetic field around my body. Well, that's quite fascinating, uh, P. I don't know if any of this is true or uh, wh- wh- well, how are uh, you going to... Th- well, this is scientific knowledge in the public domain right now. I have spoken to many natural philosopher masters, as I call them, who are quite wise in the field of the material plane, who have broken through the second aether, as I call it, 
I have broken through the seventh Aether, which simply means I have completed the third Grand Cycle while they are merely on the first sub-cycle of the Material Plane. However, their knowledge is quite vast and has uplifted my consciousness as I was able to connect with their ideas through an open state of mind. Well, this is quite fascinating, P. Uh, what exactly do you mean by the um, sub-cycle and grand cycles, as you call it? Uh, what, what are those um, indicating? Well, this is elementary level stuff for the um, cosmic planes. However, for Earth, I understand it's quite advanced. You have to understand that the first and second aether are through the pineal gate on planet Earth. This is where... We use the mind to solve certain quandaries within reality. There is Western and Eastern inner and outer technology that we have to understand here. It's through the ascension process of the light body activated through the Kundalini um, channels, which can be calculated with the center of gravity and parabolas within calculus and differential equations within trigonometry. That can allow you the uh, certain amount of calculus that needs to be subscribed through to the third, fourth, and fifth aethers, which will allow your energy fields and your chakra systems to be aligned only through a balanced state of meditation and uh, a quantum astral projection format, which can easily be aligned through the particulars of mechanochemistry, thermochemistry, and immunochemistry, which are all you look on your Wikipedia pages, this is all uh, public domain scientific knowledge. However, there is also the scientific knowledge that hasn't been imbued into the mainstream as of yet. I am not exactly sure why, but there is the chromatic chemistry which can help align all 19 of your chakras from the soul star chakra to the holographic electrogravitic uh, quasar holes that have been recently discovered within the uh, dimensional formats of the uh, astral projected natural philosophers who are only within the uh, first and second aethers of course so their knowledge isn't as vast as those who were on the third fourth and fifth aethers who are able to align their whole human system into a holistic format which transcends merely the material and mind state of being. So all this added up together equals one grand cycle, of course, through the Mayan and Gregorian calendars uh, super-subscribed to the ancient uh, indigenous uh, ways of time-based format, which is the uh, sixth and seventh dimensional frequencies if we were to overlay it within the uh, fourth and fifth densities. So this is all one grand cycle. Everything uh, prior to are what are known as sub-cycles. One question has been on my mind for you, P. How would you deal with the cycles of hatred, this amount of deepening pain and suffering that some human beings have against other human beings where a planetary devastation, a crushing void of darkness screams out to the abyss for some sort of salvation that it does not desire. 
What would you do to confront this hatred in the name of peace? That's a great question, Asgard. I'm glad you asked it because as a person who has come face to face with the planetary devastation, the crushing pain and loneliness that screams from the night and the greater darkness, I have found myself hating it and hating it even more because there was no other recourse. And within me, I realized that the hate was the point. And since it was the point, then I became exactly as the one I hated, which made me love myself. You see, I was able to love myself within that hate. And so the allowance of hate is in fact exactly what love is. And so if people keep this in mind, they can obtain their true destinies and have world peace overnight. P, this has been truly enlightening. I appreciate your information. Um, I just, I'm curious as to what this means for humanity and why why are you here now? Yeah, you know, Tall Hill, Short Hill, it's all out in the open. It's also within your mind space if you can reach it. I just am here to tell you it's all about love, really. It's all about loving everyone, no matter what they do. Some people are into some really weird stuff on the internet, but they're doing it um, out of love. They're not harming anyone, and I just wanted to let you know that um, you can love them no matter what. I'm just here to give you all a little boost within the uh, ascended fields. I was offered seven trillion dollars to not come on this show by the uh, materialist format, which uh, can't break through the second eighth or so. They can only use money as a tool to get more of what they desire, which is love, of course, and I denied that even though I heard that the Arcturians, um can give you the most blissful sexual fantasy you have ever imagined within their virtual reality um, quantum flux hyperspace chambers and apparently you know they charge a trillion dollars for it just out of a joke they don't really need the money and I thought that would be a pretty cool experience but you know I it's okay I can just fly anyway and um, harvest my food wherever I need it and most of the time people are really nice and give me a, a, a warm home so I don't have to use my Tumo exercises to fight off and balance my energy fields with the elements. So I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Greetings, magnanimous, immaculate friends of infinite love and light. Whatever channel you're playing with, this is our mystical podcast. I'm your host, Jaren. It's a podcast about spirituality and life, all things. Because uh, everything is connected. The holistic nature of reality is so profound that it will place tears 
of blissful joy within your eyes, even if you just think about it for a second. I recently have been uh, just working on stuff, trusting myself, you know, doing some writing. I don't know. I haven't been really working on my video games. And my music has been kind of on the wayside recently because I can't get the right cable to connect in my computer. Anyway, these are all mundane things. And you may be wondering, why would I listen to a podcast about mundane things? I don't know. Have you ever listened to one of those podcasts where they just talk about trivial things and they make it into a comedy thing? Those are great. Why do we like trivial things? I don't know, maybe it distracts us from the profoundly important things that are going on around the world right now. Some kind of political mishaps and, I don't know, censoring of, I don't know, behavior or whatever through the means of financial cutting off. You know what I'm talking about. I'm being pretty abstract here, but... I guess those things are kind of important because it's like, wow, do we really have to like force each other to do things? Similar to when you're raising a child or when you're growing up as a child, because I don't know what it's like to raise a child. I've only had that little bit of experience within that whole idea. And it sucked because it was like, do I now, do I be mean? Now, so now I gotta be mean. That's what it feels like. It feels like, oh, I gotta be mean. I don't wanna be mean. I don't want anyone to be me. When you look at nature and then you see like a shark eat a fish, you're like, damn, does it have to be so mean? And the answer emphatically is no. No, it does not. This is just how our consciousness operates at the moment on planet Earth, and it probably will linger on for a good thousand years or so. I'm just saying, can you imagine a world where, I don't know, there's no uh, destroying at all? It's just that things naturally dissipate through the course of the energy just weakening? Ah, wouldn't that be great? Well, uh, we don't live there. We live in some sort of, you know, one of the hell realms where we kind of like eat each other alive and fight. And words are, words are kind of like swords. That are stabbing people through the uh, ether and you know can't we just play and have fun and have sweet tantra energy all the time as well I always think about that Do you you ever think like wow can we just have like a fluffy carpet and just like I don't know everything's already done for us through some sort of AI technology or through our super manifestation abilities within our mind space and so everything is playful play i remember reading a book and by god it was the most amazing book i've ever read in my life i can't name another one aside from the emerald tablets of toth this one just uh was a little bit more grounded than that and it made a little bit more sense you know to the western mind this book talked about Masters, masters of masters, people that could apparently just be okay no matter what was going on through forest fires, through um, bandits attacking them. They would just like say a magical word and the bandits would run away or some sort of visions of celestial beings would appear around them. 
I don't know, something cool, something you would watch in an anime, something you would play in a video game or uh, read in a fantasy novel or seeing Lord of the Rings, magic, something that makes life seem like, wow, it's this is way more interesting and profound than uh, the science books told me, even though those weren't supposed to do that anyway. Those were just supposed to tell you the mechanics of the whole thing. They weren't supposed to give you an inspiring, uh, blazing fire of a word. That's for the, you know, the artist people. That, that's for... J.R.R. Tolkien to do, I guess. For now, until we don't need fancy anymore because our reality becomes a fantasy and we can't tell the two apart because it's all magic. God damn it, wouldn't that be great? Well, we can't do that yet because people are lost in the haze of materiality and boredom and everything sucks. I was reading this book. Apparently, the coolest part I found about the book, I don't know why, I just felt like this was the coolest part. It was not the fact that they could, like, send telepathic messages to each other, um, synchronistically, like, predict the future and know when to be where they need to be at exactly the times and all of this stuff. And I think I read about some levitation in some of the other uh, books that were similar. It was about the fact that one of the masters could manifest money out of his hand when he needed money. I thought this was cool. This is sort of like what I'm going through right now. <laughs> I've recently discovered how useful it is to trust everything all at once. This is what those masters were teaching about in this book. I believe it was called The Life and Teachings of the Masters of the Far East. Something like that. And they were basically saying all the time, all the way throughout the book, which is similar to many other books I've read, trust trust just trust 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 in god trust in the universe it's the same thing whatever trusting each other trust full trust and when we uh find ourselves doing that we can't you can't you can't even if you say you oh i trusted this person and then it flip-flopped in my face and the person actually turned out to be some sort of swindler or abuser actually if you find out if you really look into the situation you never trusted that person at all you had these seeds of doubt you had these mind gaps and guess what those do guess what they do they lead you towards what you don't prefer they create that same reality where if you had no mind gaps at all it wouldn't matter either way you trusted the universe even if someone did swindle you or something you would be able to transmute the energy like a snap and it would accelerate you way more as it accelerated them all the same don't have this we're not always there but we have that potential and, it, and so just reading about the fact that they these masters went into a restaurant and they're like okay you got to pay for the food and so they pulled out their hands and like money was just there. It was just like, wait a minute, how did they get that? They're wearing robes. Where's that money coming from? I don't know, it sounds cool. It sounds like I could utilize that. And I have been utilizing that idea in my own way. For I am a spiritual master, I can say it. Because you are too, friend. That's why I can say it. Uh, otherwise it just sounds like I have a superiority complex. No, we're all 
sending masters and some of us just realize it more than others it's about empowerment you know what my pronouns are i slash we inaccurate usage of my pronouns it's okay it would be something like this i am weak i'm incapable i'm afraid i am distrusting of you i'd be like whoa yo learn my pronouns i am powerful i am empowered i am trusting i am fully abundant i am where i need to be when i need to be there i am flying um of course i'm learning to do that i'm learning to do these things am i there no there's things called belief systems intact in place locked down within my mind space where where uh, energy just can't kind of seem its way through unless i'm in a dream state in which case it seems to be really easy for it to stream itself through so i'm doing this kind of thing where i'm uh circumventing my energy towards trust at all times i don't know where my rent money is going to come from but that's okay because i'm looking at the possibilities of where it could come from i don't know someone could donate me someone did donate me my good friend Raphael is on my live stream and podcast. Friend of the show. Just out of the blue gave me some money. And they gave me some hints and tips. Because I was open to them. And then I looked at the possibilities of, I don't know, just like small tasks I could do. There's apps and everything. i like, oh, I could do those things. So yeah, I'm talking about my individual desires. They're not much. Right now, it's merely a house in Hawaii. A small house. A small, humble house near Honolulu. So I can go up to the beach and to the mall every day with all the time in the world and doing exactly what I want to do for several years. Meditation and meeting people. Maybe some farming on the side. Who knows? I don't know. I just want to do that. I know what my desire is. Do you know what your desire is? Most people kind of like have a vague... (coughs) abstract sense of what their desire is and so they just kind of like spin their wheels and don't really fulfill anything and feel kind of depressed most of the time like oh, what's the point of life i'm just kind of eating food and watching whatever show it's great it's okay whatever you want to do and then i feel like okay that's for me to master the abundance realm the wealth the money thing that seems really grounded to master that, to I don't know, get, it doesn't have to be a million dollars, but maybe it does. Maybe that will be like a symbol for me to feel as though like, oh, I know money now. I can talk about money. Oh, money's easy. There's many books I read where people are like, oh, money's easy to make. It's easy. You just spend a lot of it and then you get a lot of it back. So it's this kind of uh, trust once again in your ability to get money back in order to make it more than it was and then you can have the freedom of the physical realm i mean once i you know and then the more you get you could do more lavish things i don't know if i would need to do all those lavish things 
So once I, once I get all that squared away, and I trust I will, because I have nothing but time. I'm in this physical form. I feel like I'll live a while longer than most people. It's because of my, I don't know, balanced state of mind, good diet, good habits, regular exercise, expanding my mind. Once I go over there in Hawaii and experience that and do all that stuff, maybe I play some music, then I make my video game. I'm planning this all out. Then I go to Tibet. Then I go and master those things that people don't believe are possible, of which I just spoke about in the beginning of the podcast. Our Mystica podcast. Flying, is it possible? Sure. Anything is. Manifesting gems. This book also spoke about, like, super ascended masters. Ascended masters. I don't know if they really call them anything other than that. That would have these, like, I don't know, VR chambers, but, like, these astral VR chambers. These astral, the holographic, I don't know, visionary creations where it would be, like, celestial uh, table and chair and, and lights everywhere and chromatic bliss and the effervescence of God surrounding the aura of this master who would have a, like a chapel with a, a liquidy crystalline water that would feel like an orgasm when you drink it. These kinds of things. Apparently you know, people talk about extraterrestrials having similar like things on their spaceships. It's like, oh yeah, that's just our, that's just our love crystal. You touch it, you know, you feel like uh, 10 ayahuascas all at once, but no, none of the negative because we took all of that because you, you, in order to touch the crystal, in order to even see the crystal, you would already have to be in that state of being anyway. So it just amplifies love. Love amplifies love, love, love. I wonder, you know, people speak of enlightenment. They say the last bit of negativity is removed. That last shadow bit that apparently there's a very small amount anyway. It's just completely removed from your psyche. So think about it. Anytime you have an acid trip or I don't know, you get in one of those situations where it, I don't know, four doors are closing in slowly on you. Four metal doors like in the Star Wars uh, movie, the original one, where they fell into a trash compactor in the Death Star. Even if you were in that situation, you'd be like, I don't care. My, I'm going to feel good about it. You would feel good about it. Your whole body would feel good no matter what. Life and death, it's all just a meaningless word to you. You're more than that. And so that's what I, I garner can happen to us in our experience. And any other experience would just be like, can you handle this amount of love? Can you handle it? Because it, at a certain point, it would feel like you were edging towards that negativity again. So you would have to stop and be like, whoa, that's enough. I would like to spin my wheels a little bit longer because I need to generate enough ecstasy, enough chi in my body to hold whatever the hell that was. And that's, that's, that's the experience now, friends. It's just way harder for us on Earth because some kind of 
super class where we're, we're learning all kinds of these things and it seems like every day when we wake up we can easily get hit with those emotions stemming from a negative belief that we're not worthy we're not supposed to be here we're not useful I don't know maybe we're I, for me like I, I seem to make what happens to me is I seem to make posts on social media or jokes you know, I'll, I'll post some jokes on my, some of these discords, and it's just people ignore me. And I don't like my stuff. And then they, they, you know, why am I even here kind of thing. And that can easily edge me, as I understand you probably will have a similar experiences in your life. Maybe someone doesn't call you or after that party or something that you had. And you wonder like, oh, was I not cool enough? Was I not human enough? The answer is always going to be emphatically no. People have their own experiences. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's all they needed of you. Maybe they enjoyed you immensely. But again, they couldn't go through that amount of ecstasy again. It was too much for them. They had to spin their wheels a little bit. You gave them a whole lot. Because then the reverse can easily happen. Some person. Think about it. You see, you do the same. You see people, I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm on Tinder. You get the occasional person that pesters you over and over again because they're, they really, really, really want your energy. Addicted to it. And you say, I don't know, isn't there dynamics and changing and stuff like that? It doesn't matter. Whatever you can do, you give them a power word of no, and it seems to crush them because it's... It happens the same with us. How do we deal with that? The only dealing with it is through the mind. The mind gate. The mastery of the mind. The balance of the energies. The knowing that you are yourself and you're always going to be yourself and that's the only one there is. It's yourself. So you have to be comfortable with yourself at all times with people or without people. Because sometimes you're going to have to be with people you don't want to be with because you want to be by yourself. And vice versa, you want to be by yourself or you know, you want to be with people, but you're by yourself. And you're wondering, damn, why am I all by myself again? I want to be with people. So why wouldn't you be comfortable with yourself? Uh, it's called reality. It's called the ebb and flow. I was walking in the park and I was super sensing my body and really getting into the moment of walking. And as I walked, listening to some music of course and finally I was able to obtain that state of being that state of being that I haven't talked about in quite a while because I'm always concerned with money and how to get money and obtaining money and the, you know connecting that with spirituality and perhaps some sort of collective endeavor of getting more equanimity in the world I forgot about the fundamental the idea that one must always sense their energy field. One must always be ascending because that is the central point of planet Earth. Is the idea of enlightenment. Is the idea of well, those are all sub-routines that you're doing to help you get to the other one. You feel, you know, people that have a house and an income it's going to be easier to meditate when nothing wrong is going on than if you're in some sort of hell chamber prison 
where you don't know when the guardsman is going to come in to give you another whipping. It's going to be hard to meditate in, under those circumstances, but if you, you can manage it, you can manage to meditate at any time. And that's why you might as well be. So then you can get to the fundamental where it doesn't matter if you have money or not. Those are, again, those are just permission slips, symbols for you to obtain enlightenment, sentient. And those are just words for you to uh, allow the experience of life to be what it is at all times. As I was walking, I felt it. I felt bliss. I felt no thoughts in my head for a good portion. I was like, whoa, then the thoughts came in because of course I was like, wow, I'm doing it. That was the first thought that came in that made me think, now I'm not doing it. Uh, because I thought that thought, which I wonder if I could have just cycled that back around and re-entered the state of being and probably could have, but the damage was done anyway. So if you're ever in that, you walk it, you're wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're fully conscious, right? And you're sensing your body. And what I had to do was sense it from the bottom top. Because you have to know your own body. For me, I'm top heavy, which means I'm mostly in the mind. Can you tell? Can you tell? I'm mostly in my mind, mental state. Mostly uh, working with concepts or planning something out or projecting my energy towards some sort of telepathy format. So I have to take that back into my body and I have to put it down into the root and hold it there and then cycle that around joyfully. I don't like, I let it cycle itself around. And sometimes I have to hold it at certain points like the solar plexus as I feel it in the spine. I'm like, okay, it's still into my mental. So don't focus on the mental. I know there's energy there. The energy allows it to be itself. And so I cycle it back down to the solar plexus and the legs and I hold it there. And suddenly I feel the uniformity. Now it could be different for you. It could be that you have to focus it on the pineal. And that's really hard for you to do because maybe it'll feel like a headache. You know, for me in the sacral, it feels it can feel like a lock for whatever reason. You know, like a static charge will appear when I do it correctly where I know there's some sort of transference of energy at a short interval and I'm like, whoa, yeah, there's something that was super blocked there and I have to keep doing this to unblock it. So it could be for you, the heart. You feel like, oh, it's too painful in the heart though. That's probably a good indicator. You need to focus energy there. So then it's not painful. So then you have uniformity within your body. Ah, uh, yeah, so all these things will feel really good over time. And then, uh, you you know, you just learn and you know what to do. And people, you know, the world gives you suggestions, you take them or, or you leave them. And I find there's something always here. Something always within the moment that I want to project myself out of the moment as soon as I get in there I'm like wow wouldn't this blissful energy this moment energy feel really good 
if I was, I don't know, having sex with a lady in Hawaii beachside or playing live streaming the hunted showdown because I was listening to like a western song at the time so I got that idea I had that idea and that's all I needed like this this one second interval of the idea oh, okay yeah of course I'll get around to that if I need to if it's it's a memory that I latches on and the thing is then my mind of course since it's mental and likes to play with ideas and be creative most of our minds like to play with thoughts at least it seemed to have drawn me out of the moment into some sort of future moment that will be more enjoyable which of course then the reality manifested I was no longer in pure joy in the moment I was thinking about the next moment will be cooler and more awesome and while that might be the case it that the whole thing is disrupted because if I can't enjoy this moment as Alan Watts pointed out many times then how how do you think you're gonna enjoy the next moment you can't even enjoy this one of course once that moment comes where I'm live streaming hunted showdown playing Western music or I don't know having sweet sweet love on a beach side it's not gonna matter whether or not I'm in the moment it's gonna be a great experience either way of course but god damn, won't the experience be tripled, compounded, stacked on top of each other? More meaningful, more profound, probably more synchronistic. I'll more synchroni synchronistically know more of what to do in the moment if I was in the moment. That's why it's, it's kind of like a practice of the moment that we endeavor. We're practicing being in the moment. And so I um, square that with, well, what about the fact that we really do have to plan things and calculate and, and stuff like that? Yes, of course, but that that's happening in the moment as well. When we plan things or calculate or whatever, we don't have to do it while we're in the moment. <laughs> we, we're doing it when we need to do it. <laughs> if this makes sense. Because while you're in the moment, you're going to be doing it. Like, whenever you need to do it. That's why it's the same idea. Most of the time, okay, we're in the moment. And we don't need to be doing it, but we're thinking about doing it. So you get what I'm saying, right? <clears throat> when you need to do it, do it. In the moment. And then you can be fully in that energy. When you're not, you know, when you're trying to enjoy yourself... And just, I don't know, walking or um, you're with a friend or a loved one or a family member. You want to be in the moment with them. Even if it means that you have to check your phone for a little while because they're staring off into the void. And it's a great opportunity for you to interact with the internet in the moment. Still completely conscious. So, yeah, yeah, forgive me about the audio. Last few podcasts haven't been great. I have the air on in this part. I mean, I don't really want to tear it off. I just like that. It's going to be white. I, I guess it can be like white noise. Is it white noise? Maybe it's white noise. Recently, I made a meetup group, which I suppose I could send you the link. 
in the description of the podcast. Called the Kansas City Spiritual Awakening Group, where I decided to actually teach these concepts in some sort of lecture format. And it was great. It was successful. Of course, I missed my first one for reasons of a crazed mystical nature, where I lost my Sedona crystal and mystical hood, which I guess is good because now I can feel, I feel completely detached from all material things until my computer melts down, which, you know, I trust I'll also be able to be like, well, now I can get a better computer. Hey, you can always pull off the positive to any situation. Do your best, depending on the situation. Especially if it feels like the jaws of life are coming in for your throat. Feels like, wow, maybe I'm supposed to not feel good right now. I'll leave it up to you to realize feeling good is always going to be better than feeling bad. The reason for this is that um, pain sucks. Now, I understand pain is an inevitability on planet Earth. I'm just saying that concurrently it's a perception of reality that doesn't exactly need to be if we have a balanced state of mind. Then whatever pain you feel, pain will be the same as bliss. If you're stressing or if you're super hot or super cold, you wouldn't know the difference if you didn't mine it. So the fact that we mine it means it's painful. And so I might as well just say pain. I might as well just use the word. People come to me much, many times I go on Twitter and I'm kind of just like talking black and white terms. People will be like, yeah, but the pain is good. And yeah. But then why are you suffering? Why are you complaining all the time? All these things. (laughs) You wonder, like, what do they actually mean? They're angry. They're, they're, they, they talk about injustice. If, if pain was good, why would you care about injustice? Why would you care about what's happening at all in the news? You would be a perfectly enlightened being. So the, the understanding that there are good things and better things means that you can always find something to talk about and express to another. And it will be as of this. It will be as this. It will be, hey, friendo, what's good? What's good? What's better? Because the way the world is now, we could certainly always find something. And essentially, we will continue finding what is good and what's better. And the idea that (laughs) we, you know, I think there's a mutual understanding there. Is that like, we, we, we can look at, we can look at how the world is and be like you you can you can accept everything as is but you know that you don't want it that way you want it to improve and that's why you accept everything as is so yeah they're basically saying the same thing as I'm saying in a different way 
I don't know. I just like the way I'm saying it more just because it's... I, I, I think it's because it does um, make people react more and make people participate in the conversation because they want to correct me. And I think that's great because if I get no response because it's like, well, yeah, that's a given, then no, nothing is ascended, nothing is transcended, nothing's realized. But if I say something in a way that's not normally said or it's assumed to be inaccurate I can shed new light on the terms and the terms we use won't be as bamboozling and confusing but they will be integrative and understanding join hands and sing kumbaya for once can we do it uh, I have recently begun to channel I think on one of my shows I channeled Archangel Zacula while I was looking up Archangel Magic on my Twitch. You go to twitch.tv slash rockazulu and you can find my live stream. Where it'll be a little different from these podcasts. These podcasts are kind of like set up in a certain way. Where I have a certain topic I want to talk about. These live streams are completely spontaneous. I don't know what the heck will happen except for what I planned ahead of time. Like what game I'm going to play. Or maybe I might have a guest. Other than that, I have no idea what's going to happen. And it's completely live and interactive. It's great fun. I find a lot of meaning in this live streams. Because it's what I always wanted to do and never believed I could. Because I never thought video games were anything spiritual. But now I see all kinds of psychics and tarot readers playing a variety of their favorite video games and so incite I'm just inspirational to me I'm like wow oh okay there's no guilt or shame here there's a lot we can feel guilt and shame for and dang when we go on the internet people will let you know what's right and what's wrong and even I look at images and I'm like dang I need to say mute this person I don't know why it's all art. The universe is art. So long as you're not scavenging someone's free will, which is pretty obvious. Some, sometimes it's, I don't know, it's not even obvious for people. They feel like, oh, you're abusing me by just looking at me. You're abusing me by looking at me. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's more like, Consent? Is there consent here? I think that's the whole, you know, strawberry, uh, non-dairy shortcake that we need to consider. Other than that, it's like, wow, we really gotta line up about each other. If we can, we don't have to. Of course, to say we have to means, damn, that that's not a lighten up. That's a in darkening. <laughs> But either way, it would be. So I guess it's okay to say we have to. And also, maybe better to say we don't. Well, the unconditionality of the all would say, of course, yeah, they're, it's not telling you anything. Isn't that great? It's not telling you anything. When I contact my spiritual guides, they're maybe they're the best 
spiritual guides, or maybe it's because of my whole sense of consciousness is full of I don't know, and I feel like I have to figure it out myself, and I feel like I have to do all these things myself. I barely have any help from anyone. The people that have helped me have given me enough to work with where wherein they have only to do very little and so then that I, I, I guess is my path that I would like that I like the idea of maybe I can do it all myself even though I know that I'm being helped by everyone around me all the time you know package my food or flow the electricity through the power lines or fill up the gasoline and the soon to be my electric car and guitar. I think I said electric guitar there. That'd be cool too. I really it's everything but at the same time it's an understanding that there has to be the knowledge through some sort of intuitive grasping, through some sort of mutual understanding, some sort of zen, speechless words. And that's what you're gonna get, that's what you're getting when you interact with me a lot. You're probably wondering like, it's gotta hurt your brain at first. It's gotta, to listen to, just to listen through one podcast has to be like a pineal infusion to your your knowings because the way I use words is not common definition the grammar not proper but it's not going to make you less intelligent as a result it will emphatically more intelligence more intelligence is in fact more bliss more bliss is in fact more intelligence and happiness that is the purpose of the universe it's more of all that. Strength, courage, power, intelligence. All is within anyone's grasp. We all have themes, of course. And I suppose... Uh, now I'm thinking about my right arm, my brachial plexus injury. That was broken since birth. I don't know. I just have the strong sensation. That of course I'm gonna make millions or something close to um, supreme abundance and I'm gonna heal my right arm I just know it's 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 a belief sorry right now it's a belief because I, when I said I know I felt a little bit of shame because I didn't really know that but I'm extracting and empowering the belief to become a knowing, to be as though I do know. Because it's something I want to do before I die. I want to heal my brachial plexus injury that I was looking it up and it was like pierced through the third layer or something. Something impossible that can't possibly be healed. I'm like, oh, great. I want to do all these things. I don't know how much I will be able to do before I die. But I trust it a lot. It's all, it's gotta be all of it. Heal my right arm. 
learn to fly. Uh, learn real telepathy from real masters. Become some sort of level of supreme enlightenment. Heal my right arm. Find ways to manifest matter out of nothing through my body. People listening to this right now will be like, whoa, why don't you just use science? Whatever, you can do that. We already do that. I'm just talking on another, another seemingly impossible level. Because I've read these books. I don't know, I'm Aquarius. Maybe it's just my personality. And maybe it's because I'm watching Naruto right now, which has this sense that you can... This Naruto character can do anything. He can become anyone. A special person. And with that, I feel like any of us could be that. And so when, when I spread this kind of Pollyanna, this kind of earthbound, uh, Ness saves the world from a super tyrant threat, I say it too because it increases the probability that I'll be able to do it if other people support me. If I could just find one person, and even if I don't find one person, I have to self-generate myself anyway. So, the more we believe in ourselves, just on a grounded level, just a grounded conversation, back to the earthly plane, don't we want peace and love and understanding and compassion? And isn't it true that if we believe in ourselves and it, we believe in each other, it will increase the probability of that because we'll be supporting each other. We'll be like, you can do that. You can do that. Your passion its God's will. It's the synchronicity of the universe. You can do anything that will make you happy and be like well what about all these we need custodians we need construction workers first of all some people like doing that and second of all why wouldn't you if you don't like doing it honestly i'm sure if you ask people deep down do you really want to be a custodian they'd probably be like well no i'd rather whatever do this and this and that but i know i can't do that you'd be like you can do that he's like well who will clean everything who will clean all the stuff? Who will construct everything? First of all, couldn't we all do that? Couldn't we all, like, pitch in and do that if we really needed to do that? Those kinds of um, arduous tasks? Couldn't we all pitch in and, like, clean the dishes? And second of all, I don't know, maybe that is where Ascended Powers and Science comes in. It'll be like, no, none of us need to do it. Because of science and because of whatever else. So consider that. Consciousness is anything and everything, and it's all magic. Then why not just do the basic level thing? Follow your passion. Follow your love. Trust yourself more and more and more. Build that energy of chi within yourself. So that it can manifest that's true and real. And support others. Be positive about other people. Yeah, you can, whatever you want to do. You can do it. I remember, um... Some person would want to be a bronze star Broadway singer. She came to my friend's house. I didn't know her. But that was the first thing she blurted out in an excited manner, in a confident manner. I am going to be a Broadway star 
singer. And I, god damn it, wish I was way more supportive. My words were basically like, well, that's... I suppose that's the level of energy you're going to need in order to be that. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. I think I was doing that kind of thing. Maybe that does fuel the fire a bit for some people. But you know what would fuel the, fuel the fire more? Do it. You can do it. I believe in you. So that if they have one person say that, then they can continue with their life and they won't get into some sort of hell portal like I did recently. A few weeks ago, I lost my mystical robe and crystalline Sedona crystal I hope they show up in my sling back back purple backpack because I was attempting to reach out to people reach out someone help me someone give me something no one would answer and I stretched into some weird dimensions I can't even uh, Weird stuff happened. <laughs> I I was on a strand of road that stretched on forever, and it wasn't real. And there, there was a ET that strapped a VR goggles to my head, and I saw streams of chromatic lights, and I was completely sober. Anyway, all of these things happened, and it could have been way more grounded and better. Had I only believed in myself a little bit more. Had I only said, ah, I can do this. And it doesn't matter if people aren't giving me donations or whatever. Because I could find another way, temporarily. And it, it took me a week to realize, oh yeah, 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 of course. I can just find another way. If it's blocked here, it can be opened there. Through some sort of, I don't know... Organizational government programs, or um, I don't know, go on an app. Just kind of like thumb around, and see if someone's offering something. Doesn't have to be a permanent nine to five. It'll just be small tasks, because you got nothing else going on. So I transversed this hell portal and came out a, once again a stronger and more powerful golden phoenix. Crystalline lights. Um, radiant beauty. Flames of eternity. Swirling around. Spiraling into the glory that is our future, friends. Our future is your future and my future. Individually. Blissful and ecstatic. Collectively. Greater. Has to be. Because that's why we do it. We do the sole purpose for the union purpose. That's what I figured out. For anything I do by, for myself, I'm because I'm doing it for others. Anything I'm doing for myself, I say, yeah, I'm. But I'm. The reason is others. If I, I, I don't want to show off. Like, you know, learning to fly or something like that. Levitate is what they call it over in the east. 
I don't want to do it just to show off. It's a little bit of that. I want to do it so I can show other people what is possible for humanity. Look what we can do. If we can do this, what is stopping us from anything? What's stopping us from world peace? What's stopping us from just making sweet love to anybody we want, whenever we want, so we can live in the Garden of Eden again? Consensually, of course, but kind of like a telepathic consensualness. Have you ever seen a stranger? You would just be like, wow, right now, please. Well, why not? I don't know why not. We live in darkness and veils. So we gotta, any way you can do it, shatter them. Reach out to me. JaronFun at gmail.com. J-A-R-O-N-F-U-N-D at gmail.com. I am now channeling entities that I will let you know of right now. You go to my website. And you go under services, and you go to channeling. I can tell you, I can channel you my guide, Athena. Zhigong, the Zen master Daoji who came through to me. The first entity to, I believe, come through to me. At least, first Zen master. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yahshua ben Yosef. Patman Simbaba, the second Buddha. Several archangels, including Raphael, Michael, Zekiel, and Metatron. Tot. The Atlantean, although not much of his energy, but certainly something will come through. The Sasani, a race of light blue skin ET from a slightly shifted dimension and a more accelerated uh, planet. And then the Pleiadians, which will be a collective from some planet in the Pleiades. And more information can be provided if you take on those services. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. Wow. It was quite a wild ride. I'm doing it with very little editing. Very, very little. And you can probably tell. Forgive the white noise. It will be better later. I will make better quality. My quality will improve. Especially when I move my own studio or stuff and get some of those sound canceling uh, foam uh, things on my wall all of this will be provided in time I trust in the universe trust that will be most abundant and the endeavor will continue thank you and keep within you the spirit of enlightenment ah, yeah.